Well, you know what they say, controversy equals cash. We're talking about the most controversial metal songs on the Metal Shop Podcast. Woe to you, O earth and sea, for the devil sends the beast with wrath because he knows the time is short. Let him who hath understanding reckon the number of the beast, for it is a human number. Its number is 666. I left alone My mind was blank I needed time to think To get the memories from my mind What did I see? Can I believe That what I saw that night Was real and not just fantasy Just what I saw Hello and welcome to another episode of the Metal Shop Podcast with me, Big Frog. Me, Mike Castleberry. And today we are discussing the most controversial songs of metal. Now, metal's always been a controversial yeah. uh, subject. I think lately it's been taken over by rap more than, you know, because it yeah. used to be like the most controversial music. Yeah, it, pretty much. It was the definitely the, you know, is the devil yeah. and that and... Uh, I mean, it's still about that, right? You know, <laughs> especially yeah. Especially with them black metal bands that take themselves real serious about that shit. But it kind of it gave way to rap, and I, you know, what they say they say it's about the language because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, they're always talking about bitches and hoes mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you know drugs and right. this and that. But you know what, fucking. Rock songs were always about like bitches and drugs, right? So just to piggyback off your your racism episode, I think it was just black dudes getting fucking money again that pissed a lot of uptight white people off. Probably so, <laughs> probably so. Because they were the ones that really invented rock and roll, mm-hmm. but it was considered a low class thing. Like that was oh, good white kids don't listen to rock and roll, right? And if you know they did. Uh, Oh, your daughter better not be listening to that. She yeah. might date a Negro and start right. smoking the reefer. All that and shit. And then they fucking found Elvis, a white boy that could sing that shit. And then it got taken over by white people. Right. And it got okay. And then black people ended up having to... They went and did their own thing again. And right. rap was just their shit on the streets. And then that blew up in the mainstream. Right. And that became a big deal again. Right. I think that's what it was. I think... I don't think it's just people are more fucking racist than they think they are. Probably so. And whenever it's a black dude flashing money and he's yeah. got a bunch of big booty white girls uh, in his yeah. video, that drives him fucking nuts. It does. It does. So that's why I think the controversy for rap goes because right. they're always like, oh, they're singing about drugs and shit. It's like, man, Eric Clapton had a song motherfucking called Cocaine. Straight up. 
It was just about cocaine. Right. Wore, wore a shirt on stage, no snow, no show. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody gave a fuck when Ted Nugent was adopting yeah. a teenage girl so he could fuck her. Right. Or every fucking band in the yeah. 70s were passed around that one 14-year-old groupie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, Jerry Lee Lewis's cousin. Yeah. All so that. There's, yeah. When white people were doing wild-ass shit... Everybody's mm-hmm. like, oh, they're fucking rap stars. But when black people start doing some wild ass shit, and they're not even comparatively. Not really. They're just fucking, like, now it's like, I guess they're just doing drugs and dying. Mm-hmm. You know? Pretty like, much. Pretty said, quick, too. It's like you said, people are fucking dying before you even knew who they were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That was my little tirade on that, since you had that fun episode about racism. Right. You know, I figured. You know, the funny thing is that they. When they try to like um, stop the whatever the language and the themes and whatever in the music, coming up with that label, that shit backfired so fucking hard. Oh, I wanted every fucking yeah. album that had that it, label you know, on it. I and, didn't want to know it was a whack ass Walmart version right. where it bleeps out all the cool shit. Right, and then the and then the label having the label on your shit was like carte blanche. It's like, okay, if I got the label, I can say whatever the fuck I want now. Exactly. So, yeah. Oh, man. That that went. So, you know, there's a lot of different ways that a song could be controversial. You know, and metal's got, like, controversial bands, controversial albums, controversial album covers, you know, and controversial songs. But it could be, like, politically controversial. Mm -hmm. It could be linked to, like, someone who kills people sexual you know all these different things so you know um for my number five because we're going we're gonna go lists fuck it let's go right to the list uh for my number five i go to the way back machine because the first time i ever heard war pigs I didn't think it was controversial at all. What what would be controversial about it? It was right. Vietnam was still going on when that shit came out. So a total different mindset, total different time. They wanted to name the album that, and they didn't let them. That's how that's how controversial it was. Yeah. And and the song, I mean, really, you could take the lyrics and put them today, and it's the same shit still. Oh, it's it's always gonna be relevant. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's still, it's just about old white dudes fucking sending kids to their deaths. Right. You know? Right. For fucking money. Yeah. And shit like that. Which it's, could be getting ready to happen again. Yeah. I mean, you know? it hasn't stopped happening yeah. since 2001. Yeah. So, right. No, that's a pretty good one. It's I didn't think of it because to me, that's just speaking the truth. Right. Like, there's not, to me... There's not a lot of controversy in the truth. Right. Or there shouldn't be. There shouldn't be unless you're a piece of shit that doesn't like when people are calling them out on their bullshit. Right. And that's what War Pigs is calling out, you know, the fucking higher ups in government for their bullshit. Exactly.
it in their masses Just like witches at black masses Evil minds that plot destruction Sorcerer of death's construction In the fields of bodies burning As the war machine keeps turning Death and hatred to mankind Poisoning their brainwashed minds And yeah, I could see how at the time, I could see a little bit of like that that leftover hippie mentality from the '60s mm-hmm. bleeding into that, but it's like heavier. Yeah, so. it's, yeah, it's <clears throat> angrier. Yeah, for sure. So that's my number five. Nice. All right. So my number five. Uh, this is my uh, interesting one. Everyone's. I like to have like an outside the box one for every time we do a list. So I went with Metallica and I disappear. Okay. Now the song itself isn't controversial. Okay. It was it's what it represents. Because I don't know if you remember that time period. I don't know if you're locked up or just really high or whatever. Right. But I disappear was the song they did for it was like the Mission Impossible 2 soundtrack or Mission Impossible 3. Okay. And um it got leaked out oh, and okay. ended up on Napster. Right. And that was the catalyst for everything. For Lars and James suing Napster. Right. That was just the that was just a fucking shatter point for a lot of things. And it's funny because even now, um, Kirk Hammond was talking about how he, it turned out to be a big waste of time and mistake. Yeah, because it didn't make no difference. It didn't make a difference because mm. They were fighting something that was going to happen. Right. It was too late. It was, yeah, but that was, I remember when Napster first came out, Mm -hmm. I was just like, holy shit, I can just get whatever song I want. Right. And it'll just take me like, at the time, like 45 minutes to download a fucking song. Right, but it was still great. But I get it. Yeah. Oh man, the first time I got a high speed internet. And I downloaded some shit that would take me like a half hour in like seconds. I was yeah. like, what? what? No, that must be an error. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, that was the thing is but this song getting leaked out just changed a lot of things. Because in the end, Metallica, they, they kind of won the battle but lost the war right. when it came to that. Because they did successfully... I mean, they got people kicked off Napster. They yeah. got people were being sued. It kind of caused a huge rift in the fan base. Oh yeah, that I think a lot of people still aren't over. It's twenty years later, right? At this point, at the time, Metallica. I mean, they're still like my favorite band, but at the time, they're like my favorite favorite right. band. Right, and that was the first time it seemed like. My favorite band might actually fucking hate me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? So there was a lot of, like, it became harder to defend Metallica to my mm-hmm. other friends. Because mm-hmm. it was just, oh, they're a bunch of money-hungry motherfuckers. They're suing their fans. And right. So it, there was a huge fucking debacle that came out of this song getting leaked out and getting put on the internet before mm-hmm. they released it. Mm-hmm. 
funny because the lesson they learn from that is to get ahead of that shit right so now they fucking release all kinds of shit digitally mm-hmm. just online on youtube they're like fine scoop it up and i think it's a matter of you know we're at least controlling how this is happening right now. right like right. when their last album came out came out the day it was released i think it might have been even the day before they did that shit where they had a music video for every single track on the album and just put that shit out there. Mm-hmm. It was like this new album, had, it was just dropping. Here's all of it. Right. So you can watch all the videos on YouTube or you can buy the album. Right. Which, in effect, see, I'm still fucking mad at Metallica. Like, Metallica is a band that I like because of the music. And despite of all the shit that they do, right? Yeah. Because the another way that you got that album was by buying a ticket to the concert, right? They yeah. send you the album because you could only buy the tickets through Ticketmaster. Yeah. Right? And that and so there so there you're getting you're paying I mean, I don't remember how much it was for the Metallica tickets. I went ahead and bought them. But for these Motley Crew tickets is thirty nine fifty in fees. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, that's an expensive album yeah. <laughs> right there, you know. And also, they've they're kind of it's been kept under the radar, but they're kind of um they're kind of embroiled in this thing where where between them, some other bands, Ticketmaster have been taking the seats that are obstructed view and directly sending them to ticket brokers. Yeah. So when you, when you, uh, you can't get that ticket at face value or at reduced price, you can get it later at top dollar from the fucking scalpers. And it's all like an inside deal that seems to be illegal, but you know, we'll see lawyers being how they are. You know, it's kind of funny because like you said, like, if it's at the fucking gates, it's scalping. Right. And security will kick you the fuck out, or right. at least they used to. Yeah. But if it's on StubHub, mm-hmm. oh, no, you're just a ticket reseller. Right. You know, I was yeah. like, that's a, you're a fucking scalper with the fucking email address, right. is what yeah. it is. <laughs> you're scalping your tickets. Yeah. And that's the thing, man. I don't... 
you know, it's funny because, you know, you bring that up. I wonder about that because I can never fucking find just the tickets I want. It's always through one of the, you know, the secondhand merchants. Right. So they're already buying things with jacked up prices off Ticketmaster and then they got to turn a profit on it. Right. So everything's so fucking expensive. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you can't just go to the arena most of the time and buy your damn ticket. No. Yeah, no, that's, I mean, and you know what, hopefully, eventually, this shit will get broken up, but, you know, I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't know how Ticketmaster hasn't been sued. Right. They uh, should be. They, I for, mean, it's, uh, yeah, Monopoly, all that shit. Yeah, because there have been bands that have tried to do tours without Ticketmaster. Right. And a lot of times, the, t- the tours don't do very well. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they try to get around it. Like, I remember... Back in the 90s, Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam. Doing something like that. And it's just like, yeah, fuck Ticketmaster, man. Right. That shit's been like the bane of every fucking person that exists. Nobody fucking likes them. No. And it's like, how the fuck does it cost more for me to print my ticket? Yeah. Why does that cost me more money? Yeah. I'm saving you ink and paper. Right. Like, shit like that is why, man, yeah, I'm getting ridiculous. a little worked up right, right now. But, but rightly so, man. Rightly so. Fuck them. We're having a little more noise than usual today. Just ignore it. Act like it's at your house. <laughs> yeah. They've been doing some maintenance around the joint. Right. So I'm trying to... I close the windows and shit like that. Yeah. But... Somebody's got a power washer going or yeah. whatever. Something urgent that they need to wash. All right. Number four on my list is just an example of the way they do heavy metal okay because normally if you do something and then it causes something else then you're held responsible and you're put on front street about it or whatever Mm -hmm. but with heavy metal something could happen first and then they could retroactively look at something that you did and try to like correlate it yeah and that was the story with acdc night prowler okay because the night stalker came out right yeah and then it came out that he was a heavy metal fan they had a picture of him in an acdc hat or something and so then they went back and looked at all acdc songs and found night prowler and was like oh well this is probably where he got it from and whatever, whatever, and somehow tried to blame ACDC for a song that they had done before this guy was ever around. Yeah. Right? But that's just the way it is when you're the when you're the uh, stepchild yeah. or whatever. But, I mean, it's kind of silly, too, because ACDC, like, all their songs are about, like, fucking and shit like yeah. that. Like, Night Prowler isn't about killing people it's about fucking skulking around and catching you know at yeah. night and, you know fucking chicks yeah <laughs> you know he's prowling for ass right but, you know that kind of shit but, right yeah it, i remember reading about that and it's just like that's the thing is um <clears throat> people really love to try to scapegoat that shit
Columbine happened. Yeah. That was my senior year, and it was the trench coat mafia. Yeah. And this and that. So and then it's all oh, the metalheads, because at right. that time, all the metal kids were wearing trench coats and shit like that right. to school, because they thought it looked cool. Right. It didn't. But, you know, it was kind of the dorkier metalheads that did that shit. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It wasn't like the party metalheads. It was the fucking kind of neck beardy ones. Right. But right. whatever. You still were nice to them, because they're the metal kids, but... Um, they immediately blame that shit on, oh, they they listen to Marilyn Manson. And it turned out they didn't even fucking listen to Marilyn Manson. Right. They just assumed they did for some reason. Yeah. They're just like, oh, Marilyn Manson and Because Marilyn Manson was the devil at that time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was our generation's, like, Alice Cooper. Right. Or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, witchy poo. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But... At the time, that was at the height of, like, Marilyn Manson's fame. Right. Like, he right. peaked yeah. about nineteen. He was the Antichrist superstar. Yeah. yeah. He peaked around 98, 99. Yeah. And so, of course, those kids, they listened to Marilyn Manson. And, oh, they played the video game Doom. And that's a violent video game. And that's how they learn how to right. fucking... It's, the tactics. Yeah, yeah. no. it's you know, There's no tactics to be fucking learned in that game. Right. And right. then, yeah, they said it was training them to be shooters. No, you know what? Training them to be shooters was being able to just buy a bunch of fucking guns right. despite the fact they're in high school. And they just made videos of themselves practicing with their guns. Right. And nobody and, thought it was weird that right. they had a fucking arsenal. Like, yeah. their parents weren't paying attention at yeah. all. Like, I don't know how that happens. My parents, I don't know about you, but my parents oh, were, they'd have fucking noticed. My mom would look through my shit constantly. Yeah. Yeah, she wouldn't know if I had a bullet. Yeah, <laughs> they would have noticed if I had fucking machine guns and kind pipe of. bombs. Yeah, and I mean, there was that one time I did download the Anarchist Cookbook. And, right, uh, probably got my house on a list for a minute. Oh, for sure. <laughs> well, for this sure. was pre nine eleven, so maybe I got away with that a little bit better than I thought. Yeah, but I'd heard about it. Right, it's one of those things that you hear about, and right. you're like, "That can't be real." And then right. I found it, and I downloaded it. Right, and you never even read the fucking whole thing. No, you know? because yeah. it had nothing in there yeah. that I needed. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I ain't gonna actually make napalm. Yeah, or... I remember that shit. <laughs> yep, I remember that shit. I had a, a copy of that. I think everybody did. Man. Yeah, that was just 
the fucking times for a little while. It was like, oh, you get this wild ass shit. I had a friend that had a book that was like, apparently it was like, it was like a martial arts book. Mm -hmm. And I started reading it and I'm like, yo, like, is this from the perspective of the bad guy? Because it was like a supposedly like a ninjutsu book. Mm -hmm. But it was all about how like you just kill motherfuckers with your bare hands. Right. And I remember reading it. I'm like, this seems like you're the villain if you learn these tactics. Like right. there was one about how to dislocate a dude's skull, right? Quietly from their neck or and something. Shit. Yeah. And it's like the demonstration pictures are a guy in like ninja gear, and it keeps referring to people as your victim. Oh jeez. I'm like, where did you fucking find this, Larry? Yeah, no shit. <laughs> but anyway, we got way off topic there. But yeah. It's that's what we do this for. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. So. My next one is a little, I'm going to say this is a little bit more, uh, makes a little bit more sense than my Metallica one on face value. Right. But you can pick a lot of songs with Slayer. Oh, yeah. To be controversial. Because right. they're, they're one of the more controversial bands. For sure. At the time. Because Metallica was loud and Megadeth was loud. And yeah. Slayer was the one that was like more satanic sounding right. the big four. But to us, to me, it was like um, Slayer was careful what you wish for with all these people who were saying Sabbath was devilish or Ozzy or all these yeah. whatever, whatever. They fucking they kept, Yeah, they manifested shit. it. And then Slayer came and it was like, ta-da. <laughs> Everybody's like, oh, fuck. That's real fucking yeah, shit. Well, they're doing like, you know, Rain and Blood yeah. and South of Heaven. But the one I picked was Angel of Death. Right. Because that was the one that really fucking blew up a lot of people's skirts. Out of all the songs they did, they did the song about uh, uh, Joseph Mengele. Right. Who was the, you know, the Nazi doctor in Auschwitz. Right. Who was experimenting on Jews. Did a lot of horrible fucking shit. Right. So Slayer wrote a song about it. Right. Now, the thing that people always got confused with Slayer is... To them, when you get like these like really uppity conservative people, if you're singing about it, you're endorsing it. Right. Because that's how they think. Because if, you know, nobody's listening to Christian music as not an endorsement of Jesus. Right. It's just somebody felt like writing about it because they thought it was cool or something. Right. That's not a fucking thing. Right. So singing about the devil or, you know, Nazis and this and that. Right. That was an endorsement. Right. So then it was, oh, Slayer is pro-Nazi. Right. And da da da. Right. Whereas making a movie about it doesn't um, yeah. necessarily, or writing a book doesn't necessarily mean you're endorsing it. But for for whatever reason, a song does. Yeah. But it's really just laying it bare. Yeah. And just putting a thrash riff to right. the, the story. Right. Of this guy. And then when it's over. The, they're like, oh, we didn't realize we had to tell you that yeah. he was a bad guy. Yeah, like, what is it supposed to end, like, with, like, and also he's bad. Yeah. Like, no, he, they're singing about the horrible things that he did. Right, and you should be able to come to that conclusion. And go, like, wow, this dude was pretty fucked up. Right. What a horrible, horrible person. Right. This is not an endorsement of him. They're singing about the horrors he wrought. Right. And you're supposed to feel horrified by that right. when you listen to it. 
And I'm sure there's some fucking meatheads that don't even, didn't even really get it. Right. They're just like, look at Slayer! Yeah. The whole time. And that's that's the other thing that I think Slayer was way down on my list for a while of, like, metal bands. Mm-hmm. Because I fucking hated their fans a lot. Yeah. They, it just seemed like they're the dumber ones. You know, yeah, but, kind of. Kind of in a way. It was just like, just meathead dudes. Right. There's a lot of bands that had that where, like, you you can kind of dig them, but over time, their fans, like, make you sick of them, like Pantera. Right. It was really fucking... That was, like... That was, like, metal for racist jocks. Yeah. And I dug Pantera for a little bit. Right. But I also acknowledge the fact that I was probably the worst version of myself when I liked Pantera the most. Okay, there you go. Like, I was a dick, and yeah. I voted Republican... And a lot of fucking shit. Like, it, people are a little surprised when they hear me talk about that shit now. But at the time, my whole thing was, okay, I grew up in the 90s. So the Clinton administration was, like, my, what I thought Democrats were. Right. And when I saw shit like Waco and Ruby Ridge mm-hmm. and shit like that, where the government kept op- overstepping and innocent people kept fucking dying because mm-hmm. of it. I was like, man, fuck big government. Fuck, right. Democ- fuck Democrats. And they, and that, they were the face of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I was dumb. So I was a teenager. So I was like, oh, right. Republicans are the party of Abraham Lincoln. And blah, right. blah. They had not been that for a very long time. But I was a dumb teenager. Right. So when I, when I first uh, uh, registered to vote, I registered Republican. Right. And uh, I voted accordingly. Uh, for a while there, and then eventually I was like, I don't think I like Republicans. Right, right. <laughs> you know, and I was just fucking bailed, but... You yeah. know, that song was funny because, um, like, in my day, like, nowadays, you have, like, okay, a band that's going to be an original band, and they and they do, and then you now you have tribute bands. Yeah. Well, in my day, you didn't have tribute bands. I don't even think it would... It would have been allowed. Like that band would would sue the fuck out of you. Tried to... It was Elvis impersonators, and that's about yeah, it. Yeah, that's about it. You know. So what you did back in those days was you put together a set of some of your own songs and some rad songs in between, so you could keep the crowd going. Yeah. And they would listen to your shit, and then eventually, hopefully, they would like your shit as yeah. much as they like the other songs. You discard the covers. Right. And there was a lot of there was a lot of uh, thrash bands like in Chula Vista that would just like rotate members, you know, thrash bands, and uh, and so this one band was playing Angel of Death, and they had a guitarist, they had a uh, name Ari, Jewish guitarist, and he would just walk off the stage for that, and they would have another dude come and play that huh. song, and then he would leave, and then he would come back, and he would just be he would just be because. Um, you know, he he just said it didn't feel right. Yeah. You know, or whatever. Which I mean, I guess I could understand. You know, whatever. Oh, he, you know, he probably had Holocaust survivors. In his yeah. Family you know, and shit it, like that. And when you are up there, you know, thrashing around to a song, it kind of makes you feel like you're like with it. Right? Yeah. You know. So yeah. So yeah, definitely fucking huge controversy around that, and a lot of a lot of. Uh, of uh, Slayer songs because, like Slayer did, nowadays you have these Satanists, you know, the Anton LaVey type Satanists yeah. who, that they're like really, um, 
Satanism isn't really about Satan. It's yeah. just about doing what you want it's and about whatever yourself. empowerment or whatever. It's a do as thou feel right. or do as thou will. Yeah. Slayer um, did the original anti-Catholic yeah. satanic thing. So that was, you yeah. know, troubling to a lot of people, especially in my house. Oh yeah, when you grow up Catholic, it's there's a lot of shit that once your mom gets wind of, yeah. you're like, "What is this?" Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's why I learned to stop leaving song lyrics around. Yeah. Number three is um, metal adjacent, right? And it's uh, closer, Nine Inch Nails. There we go. Because it was new Hall of Famers, right? Yeah, yeah brand new. Well, they're not inducted, inducted yet, but they're right. Gonna. But they're gonna be, yeah. So and it's Trent Reznor, right? Yes, but yeah. <laughs> and basically, I mean, you know, it's just it's just about fucking, right? Yeah. But it's very graphic. Oh, yeah. And then somehow they, they just threw in the line that, you know, closer to God. You, yeah. You, oh, shit. You now bring you me fucking, closer to God. Yeah. yeah. Now you woke up fucking everything. You got you know? everybody mad at yeah. you now. So, and, and, you know, and it's very, um, I mean, it, it the song drives, you yeah. know, and you can like really just be like, I mean, you know, like when that shit came out, I was on crystal meth like a motherfucker. <laughs> and for sure, I felt that for sure. I was just like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm gonna fuck this bitch like a fucking animal. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, yeah. it And, you know, so it was in, in a sense, I mean, it was controversial in a sense that controversy helped drive the band or, oh, yeah. you know, and hey, you know, Sometimes it works out. It does. It was, yeah.
at the time. I remember speaking of fucking lyrics I couldn't have laying around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was one of them. I was borrowing that album from a friend of mine, and I left the fucking lyric book out. Oh, and man. And my mom started going over it, ah. and she's like, what the fuck is this? And it wasn't necessarily close. There's a lot of other songs on that. Right. That are pretty graphic and gnarly. Right. But, uh, you know, <laughs> it's funny, too, because as controversial as that song was when it came out, it was still all over the radio. Yeah. And shit like that. Right. As, as if bleeping that one word yeah. makes any difference whatsoever. Oh, Everybody yeah. knows what word goes there. I still remember... I don't know why this sticks with me so much. Was uh, I just gone to? I don't know if you remember the thrifties that was over in Spring Valley oh, yeah. by Monta Vista. I think we gone over to the thrifties or something, and my friend Larry's mom picks us up. So we're in the parking lot of that sh- old shopping center, and Larry's mom was cool to an extent. Mm-hmm. She let him put whatever he wanted on the radio. Right when his she was carting his friends around right we're all like freshmen in high school you know and uh my mom wouldn't do that shit yeah no yeah, you listen to what my I mom would, they, well, she wouldn't pick us up <laughs> yeah. she but yeah she was like uh so uh he puts on 91x and it's me it's larry and my friend sean and we're all sitting in the car i just you know i wanna poof you like an animal yeah and we're just all awkwardly mm-hmm. just bumping our heads along to waiting to see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> and she finally was like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> and she made him actually turn it. But for a while, we're just sitting there with closer playing. Right. And yeah, it bleeps yeah. the word fuck. But it's like, you know, it wasn't I want to pet you like an animal. Right. Yeah, it sure was it. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I want to walk you like an animal. It was <laughs> so, yeah, we all had to sit there going like, this is fucking weird. Right. Larry's mom. Totally. Sitting in the car with us listening to this. It's like, when you act, it's like when you watch a movie that has a sex scene in it with your parents. Oh, yeah. It's just like, Ew. Yeah. I remember back in the day, there was some movie that was about Jack the Ripper or something. And, uh, and you know... For whatever reason, I could get away with watching more things if they were supposed to be like kind of historical or educational <laughs> or something. So I was just sitting in there with them watching the movie. And by like the fourth rape scene or whatever, they're just like, yeah, you need to get the fuck out of here. It's like, oh, man, all right. <laughs> they let you get through three of them. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. At some point, yeah, it's like, all right. Okay, there's enough. This This gratuitous raping. What what are we watching? Yeah. That's like, uh, yeah. I never had anything that gnarly. It's just like the sex scene in like Terminator or something. Right, 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 right. Because everybody's just sitting there, just, you know, eating dinner. Yeah. I mean, most kids would have had already walked out to not be embarrassed in front of their parents or whatever. Yeah. But I was just like, yeah, no. I always was wanting to see everything I could (laughs) see. You know, I so, used to do shit like try to see if I could make them uncomfortable. Yeah, I still walked out of the room slow. Next on my list is uh, they're from here on out, they're pretty traditionally controversial. Right. But I went with you know the 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 PMRC when they had their filthy fifteen mm-hmm. when they're first coming up with the warning label, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and one of the ones that got the most shit on that. 
was Wasp with Animal Fuck Like a Beast. Right. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, it's just funny because, honestly, I, bra- I consider it controversial. Nowadays, it's just kind of funny. It's like the comedy version of Closer. <laughs> yeah. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> like if you fuck it out you know, closer but have yeah. like a little horn in it just like right and know? then if you see the guy all dressed in black like a big spider with a buzzsaw <laughs> on his fucking cock and you're like okay <laughs> this is obviously jokes you know yeah, it's that was the thing is i didn't understand the concept of tongue-in-cheek right like yeah how seriously are you supposed to take you know fucking blackie lawless yeah. like, fuck yeah. you know but it's a, it's kind of a funny song. Yeah. In general, but at the time, it was ooh shit. Yeah, totally. This is so horrible. Yeah. That it's one of the songs that are the reason why there's a warning label exactly. on everything now. grown up by that time and uh and all those dudes that went to the senate hearings and whatever they kicked ass you know yeah. fucking d snyder and frank zappa and those dudes you know they, john denver was yeah. there like speaking in favor of them you know so it's like you know and they and you could tell that all the senators and shit expected these to be some dumb fucks that they were just going to be able to fucking skewer yeah. And instead, they ended up getting fucking skewered, you know? So, yeah, that shit Sni- was cool. Yeah, D. Snyder went up there. He probably had the best yeah, best uh, speech out of everybody. For sure. But it really boiled down to, it's still a thing that people can't fucking grasp. Right. Of the, if you don't like it, don't fucking listen to right. it. If right. If you don't like it. Change the channel. Right. You know. And you, and you know, one of the oldest fucking sayings that I can ever remember is don't judge a book by its cover. Yeah. But somehow people still can't get that through their fucking heads, you know. And and like Dee Snyder was talking about, you know, one song that they had, <clears throat> Under the Blade. Yeah. That they were talking about, oh, it's about sadomasochism. It's about, you know, whatever. It's like, it's like about man, plastic surgery. Yeah, you know, dude's getting surgery and he's going under the blade and he's nervous about it. And so he wrote this shit. Yeah. yeah, it's just that the funny thing is like one of the songs that was a big deal for them was uh, "We're Not Gonna Take It," and that doesn't even have 
anything. anything in it. Yeah. It was just the fact that it was Twisted Sister. Right. They even had a thing where... Um, and it was an anthem of rebellion or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. They had a thing For where... For little uh, kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's rebellion bad. Yeah. But um, what's funny is uh, Frank Zappa shows up to those hearings and he's like, I notice you have my album, whatever it was. Yeah. On your list for uh, for uh, uh, for lyric con- lyrical content and this and that and like yeah he was like are you aware that that's a hundred percent instrumental album yeah so they're just throwing shit on there right yeah because, because they didn't want to listen to it anyway oh, yeah. to to like analyze it it's like they just knew Frank Zappa did some weird shit yeah he's a know? weird guy he's probably on drugs so it was a whole sham and yeah we ended up getting the rating system anyway right right but, you know i thought it made the metal community look pretty good yeah. overall and you know i i had to pick one of those songs right and there you go. Animal is just kind of it's yeah. kind of funny. Now some of the songs they talked about that were on their list too, they were just fucking gross. Yeah. Where it's like bend down, it's like bend down and breathe my anal vapor and shit yeah, like there's that. Always, yeah, there's always weird shit. But you know? yeah, you know, here's the thing cuz you sent me that list and we're researching this Whereas a bunch of, it turns out it's just a bunch of like death metal and black metal songs that I didn't consider controversial because they're just grody. Right, yeah. But it's like just songs about shit and yeah. stuff like that. And it's like. Yeah, I don't do shit songs. I don't like that. So I'm not going to fucking listen to it. Right. I'm not going to try to make sure nobody listens right. to it because I got better things to do. And that whole thing. It was just a bunch of senators' wives that had nothing better to fucking do for right, a minute. Right. So Tipper Gore's out there. And, yeah. Oh man, fucking. Uh, well, I, I still think it's funny because uh, Ice T. I think he's still not over that shit. Yeah. He still had songs where he'd fucking talk about. Uh, he'd do songs that just straight up gross songs yeah like oh yeah i fucked tipper gore's teenage nieces and yeah. shit like that yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right so. well i mean you know it's funny because like if you if you set out to write something that's that's gonna cross the line it's really not hard to do you know no, i mean I it's can't. so easy the thing the thing that would really be hard would be to to uh Say some shit that enough people find offensive, but you still don't like incriminate yourself. <laughs> you know, in some, yeah. you know. Well, it's that shit that's accidentally really controversial, right? Like you didn't intend for it, yeah. to be this big debacle, and then right. it happens. Yeah, you thought it might be a little edgy. Yeah, whatever, I don't yeah. think Was was intending to have a big controversy about right. their song. Right. I think they just wanted to write a ridiculous song, right? And what's funny is because... And people would be like, yeah, fuck like a beast, dude. Eventually, yeah. pressings of that album um, didn't have that song on it oh, at geez. all. And some people were even saying that kind of actually worked to its benefit. Right. Because the second track, which then became the first track, was a better kickoff track. Right. And they're like, the album as a whole actually flows better if you take Animal off of it. Right. But it's back on it for anything you listen to. Yeah. But, yeah. <clears throat> All right, uh, my next one is when I first 
put started putting it together, I didn't even remember that that was the song. Because for whatever reason, I thought Beyond the Realms of Death was the song that inspired those kids to blast themselves or whatever it was. Okay. But it was Better By You, Better Than Me, which makes <laughs> like absolutely no sense whatsoever. But like so at, during one part, I suppose he says, do it, do it. Or yeah, something. Some shit. You know, but for reals, they had to go to court. Yeah. And Halford even was on the stand and even sang on the stand because they wanted him to recreate what it sounded like, you know, when he sang it or whatever. Yeah. And compare it with the studio version or whatever the fuck. Imagine getting a fucking Halford concert <coughs> and a juror. Right. <laughs> and, then, and, and, and really, it's just... A couple of boneheads, you know, that do this, yeah. right? And then one of them gets a half cold feet and kind of, so ends up fucking himself up more, really. Yeah. You know, and I guess that's where it came out that, that they were listening to that record or whatever, whatever. Yeah. But I mean, you know, it's, it's one of those things. It, it, I mean, if it was for that. How many people have watched a fucking sad ass movie and then just been like, you know what? Pfft, now's the time. Blow. You know, but nobody blames the fucking movie. Yeah, it's it's always well metal, like you said, it it tends to get the short end of the stick on that. Right. Because of the image. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, you already got a band calling himself Judas Priest. Right. You know. So it's like, oh, right. you, what do you hate Christ? You're, right. You're, uh, right. You're all into Judas. You right. betrayed him and da da da. And then, you know, I do think that that one was kind of funny because, you know, you had Halford on the stand being like, why would I want my fans to kill themselves? Yeah. If, if I were to put any subliminal messages in our songs, it'd be buy the new record. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, know? exactly. Yo, or and buy the, more Judas Priest albums. Right. And the thing is, is that, I mean, you know, it legitimately had cost them money to go there, take off from whatever they were doing at yeah. the time or whatever, and, and go defend this ridiculous shit because some fucking prosecutor in fucking wherever the fuck it was, Arizona or some yeah. shit it was like, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make my name on this one, you know, yeah. get these fucking long haired rockers in here, you know, and whatever, man. Yeah, it didn't. Uh, yeah, I think that backfired on him. Yep. So, in keeping with a theme, right? My number two was Ozzy Osbourne's Suicide Solution for the exact same fucking right. reason. Right. Right. Kid killed himself. Yeah. The parents blame the music. Right. 
and it became a whole fucking thing. Right. And it was an easier through line for right. suicide solution. Right. You know. Right. You Even know, though, when the lyrics straight up say suicide is the only way out yeah. and shit like that. Right. And then uh, what's funny is then they, you know, yeah, they have to, Ozzy has to go show up. Right. And talk about the fact that, did you li- not listen to the whole first verse about wine is fine and right. whiskey's quicker, suicide right. is slow with liquor. Right. This song's about my friend Bon Scott. Right. Who drank himself to death. Yeah. But. Other people who were writing this, on the song, because Ozzy didn't write the song. Right. He contributed a little bit. They said they wrote it about fucking Ozzy, who was a fucking alcoholic at right, the time. Right, right, So it was, you know, either way, it was about drinking yourself to death. Right. Maybe they could have just said, uh, suicide solution. Solution, the second definition. Yeah. You know, <laughs> or whatever, because it's like, you know. But what was funny to me, I always remember this because I think of, this always goes through my head when I hear this song, because uh, it's very prominent in the VH1 behind the music on Ozzy that was way back in the 90s. Mm. They talk about that whole case and the guy that was trying to make a case against them. And he's talking about that one part in the song where it's just kind of gibberish mm-hmm. from Ozzy, mm-hmm. but he's claiming it's saying, get the gun. And right. shit like that. Right. But when you t- <laughs> hear him talking, I'm talking about it. I remember he's like, you hear it? It's get the gun. Right. Get the gun. Shoot, 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 shoot. Yeah. Get the gun. Get the gun. Shoot, 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 shoot. Right. Which if you like really fucking listen, yeah. listen hard. Right. You can maybe hear that and right. a bunch of garbly shit, but it's you're looking for something. Right. And plus, if you kill yourself, you can't shoot, 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 shoot. Yeah. You can only shoot. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the idea. But yeah. Unless, a, unless Hillary Clinton gets you, then you can shoot twice. But he is always, you have the guy, he's talking about how evil Ozzy was. Right. During that time period, he's talking about like you go to an Ozzy concert and everybody's dead eyed in the audience. Yeah. Everybody looks stomping chickens on the stage. They have no joy in their faces. Yeah, right. And they're in their eyes, and they're all just throwing up the sign of the devil. Right. Ozzy. Hypnotized. Ozzy. Ozzy. It's like like being at a Nazi rally. It's like, you know, that kind of shit. He really hyped that shit up. Right. To how evil it was. It's like, you ever fucking see an Ozzy concert? Right. It's just a weird dude running around being like, I love you all. Yeah. (laughs) And everybody's happy. And those noises at the end, I, I was just listening to Bark at the Moon on the way over here, mm-hmm. and it's like, ah, yeah, yeah, during the fucking little parts and shit at yeah. the end of fucking, it's like, what the fuck, he's just like high and yeah. babbling and making weird noises. And someone thought it was like, let's leave that in. Yeah, and in that Randy documentary, he, he talks about it, and it goes, what, like, and the producer guy's like, what were we doing right there? He goes... Well, I don't fucking know. I just fucking, he said, make some noise. So I made some noise. Yeah. That's just kind of like Ozzy's thing. He'd make weird noises. Yeah. It's like fucking Michael Jackson with his woo. Yeah. And yeah. shit e- like that. E- yeah. Yeah. He made weird noises. And, and, and it works for some people. Yeah. Mama say, Mama say, Mama say. You don't know what that meant. Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wine is fine, but whiskey's quicker. 
yeah. So uh, that one. Uh, suicide Solution. All right. For my number one, I really could have gone with any song from Rage Against the Machine. Oh, yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> but I went ahead and went with Bullet in the Head. Because okay. fucking, because the chorus, when you hear that shit around normal people, it gets their fucking attention, right? <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. You know, and what the fuck could that possibly be about that could anyway be good? You yeah. know? And and it and it's true. I mean, you know, they they motherfuckers I mean, the name Rage Against the Machine fits so perfect as to what they were doing oh, yeah. and what they were about. You know, and uh and I would get pumped up on that shit, man. I really you know, because I mean it, it's not a big secret that I'm not a fan of police, you know. Yeah. It's not a big secret that I'm not a big fan of a, you know, estab- a lot of establishment shit. Yeah. So yeah, you know, and um, and again, it was. I mean, nobody, a lot of people don't know what the fuck bulls on parade means. Yeah. But everybody knows what a bullet in the head means. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so that it kind of cut to the chase in a way that some of their other shit didn't. I was trying to think of a Rage song, but like, yeah, it's one of those things that's just an overall vibe. Yeah. Kind of the same thing when I was trying to make my list. I was like, oh, well, Marilyn Manson should probably be on there. But I don't think there was one particular song that right. Manson had that really did it. It was just his entire persona. Right. Yeah. And Rage was the same way. But like you said... Bullet in the head. There's not a whole lot of ways to take that. Right. You know. Right. I'll you know. put a bullet in your fucking head. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) That's what he means. There you go. He's not mincing words. Yeah. You know, other songs is like, oh, like calm like a bomb and shit like that. Or you could, oh, it's just talking about how he has an explosive temper. Right. Like bullet in your head is just about shooting people in the head. He has a problem. Right. Right. Like he, that's the fucking solution to his problems. He is an advocate 
for revolutionary change. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he's fine with people in power and getting shot in the head. Right. <laughs> right. Know? Yep. So, let me get let's get to my number 1 here. Right. Speaking of songs that you can't take really any other way. Yeah. My number 1 song is uh Body Count Cop Killer. Cop Killer. That shit. Oh, was, I loved it. Oh, oh, I loved it. Everybody fucking did, man. That's the thing, being a white dude growing up in Spring Valley. It's like you're white, but You've seen some shit. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> so a lot for of sure. a lot of white people I know that grew up in Spring Valley don't have a yeah. whole lot of love for the police. No, you don't get either. cut no breaks there because you're you're the ghetto ones that are there. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't even live live in the ghetto. Right. I, like my parents were in one of the more nicer nicer spots areas, in yeah. Spring Valley, but it was still two blocks from Grand. Right. <laughs> you know. There you go. There but, you go. Uh, you know, that one Talk about a song that fucking set everybody fucking off, dude. That was the, it was one of the things I remember hearing about it as a kid because I was still a little young when it first came out and they didn't really hype it up as a body count song. Mm -hmm. They just talk about iced tea. Right. So I thought Cop Killer was a rap song. Right. And I never heard the song, but you had... You know, you had people just flying off the handle. Mm-hmm. So you have Charlton Heston reading lyrics from Cop Killer right. because he was a—he uh, wasn't like the head of the NRA, but he's big in it. Right. And he was still very—he is very politically active for Republicans and for conservatism. Right. So he's just reading the lyrics as is, just talking about you know, fuck, mm-hmm. you know, I hear your. I hear your wife crying, fucker. Yeah. You know, that shit. Right. And Which uh, you know just made his blood boil oh, reading yeah. that shit. Yeah, you know. It was just that whole thing, it was like a huge I'd never seen anything like that before. Cause this was right on the heels of the PMRC thing. Right. And then Ice T came flying in here with body count. Mm-hmm. Which I always say, Body Count is my favorite band that I'm not allowed to sing along to in public. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Between, and they're also, uh, if you fuck any, pick any Body Count song and then have a white guy sing it, it that's like the new track from Screwdriver or something. Yeah. You know, you yeah. had uh, There Goes the Neighborhood right. and shit like that. Where, But this one was just flat out. It start like... There's no, like, minced words about it. It's Mm. called Cop Killer. Right. It's like, I'm a motherfucking cop killer. Hey, kid, what do you want to be when you grow up? Cop killer! Good choice. Like, shit like that. It starts with a monologue. Right. You know, and this this next song's dedicated to the friends of mine. The motherfucking LAPD. Right. For every motherfucker that they beat on yeah. because they looked the wrong way or were the wrong color. Mm-hmm. I want to take a pig and bring him out in this parking lot and shoot him in the motherfucking face. Like yeah. that kind of shit. Like he's telling you like, right. fuck the police. I want them to die. Yeah. I hope people kill police. Yeah. And man, that riled up everyone. That was right. during the Bush one years. Yeah. So whoo. If you thought Democrats get fucking riled up over songs they think are they don't like, yeah. Jesus Christ, those right. are the older Republicans that were really right. Like just. Calculate! 
The motherfucker who just knows how to deal with controversy better than anybody else. Because even to this day on Twitter, if you fucking say some shit, he'll just, Ice-T will just be like, fuck you on Twitter, you know? Yeah. And, and, and I mean, from the, from the beginning where he would, you know, talk about he was a drug dealer and then he'd talk about he was a pimp, Yeah. you know, and, he, and whatever. And then he was like, okay, well, if you don't hate me enough. For my rap shit that I do, Here's now a metal that I do band. heavy metal, yeah. I talk about killing cops, right? <laughs> so it's just like boom, 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 and the, and he never. I mean, you know, they got him for that, but it didn't really affect his career. You know, nobody nobody hit him for with the Me Too movement shit, yeah. You know, or anything like that. So it's like somehow he comes through unscathed, and he's on TV playing a cop, yeah. You know, so. Fucking cheers, dude. Yeah. You fucking you figured it out somehow. What's well, funny to me? Charmed life. Yeah, similar to Wasp. Uh, what he ended up doing, he he did this on his own. He eventually um, reissued the album without Cop Killer on it. Oh, okay. And when people asked if he was caving to pressure, he just flat out said like he was kind of he was just tired of the whole thing. And then. Um, he wanted that. He just wanted the record to sell on its own merits, mm-hmm. and not a bunch of people buying it because of all the controversy whipped up. Right, about right, it. right. And let's be fair. There's plenty of other controversial ass shit oh, yeah. on that album, man. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, for sure. It's just stuff like songs like "Evil Dick." And, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I, I want to say I think it's the same one where it has like KKK bitch. Yeah, and, you know. There's yeah. <laughs> that There's whole song is fucking that whole album's wild, but Cop Killer was fucking insane, and you still can't buy it with Cop Killer on it. Really? It's like even when you go to stream it, if I go on Amazon Prime Music and yeah. stuff like that, it doesn't have Cop Killer on it. Wow, that's interesting. He still does that shit live. Oh, for sure. When he's doing the body count yeah. thing, which is funny because I watched a live video of it not that long ago, and then he's like. Uh, and he's start, he stops and he's talking. At one point, he's like, "Hey, uh, I know we got some police in the back and the security guard in the place. I just want to know, want you to know that we love you here. If you're good people, if you're here to fuck, it, if you're cool and you're cool with body count, then you're fucking cool and you're with us. If not, fuck you, yeah. cop killer, yeah. <laughs> like that kind of shit. There you, know? you go. <laughs> and uh, I heard they're on, they're they're gonna tour." If they come, I'll go. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah, I'll go. I just thought it was that. And at that point, when I watched that video, he has his kid get on stage singing Cop Killer. And his kid was little in this video. Oh, shit. So, <laughs> it was fucking wild. That is funny. But, uh, yeah, man, that's that's my number one pick for the most controversial metal song. because it, That's probably a perfect pick. It hit all, it's hit all the fucking right notes, mm-hmm. like you said. 
You got a dude that was a pimp and a drug dealer and a gangster rapper said, mm. I'm going to make some fucking metal now. Mm. So now you got, like, my, when I was saying at the beginning of this episode, people already get a little riled up at black right. people with money. Right. Now let's have this black dude with money have an all-black metal right. band. Yeah. And not black metal as in dorks from right. fucking Norway. Is it just black dudes right. doing hardcore metal singing about killing cops right. <laughs> and right. making a fuckload of money doing it. Yeah, just, and it it could have been super corny, but the band was legit. Yeah, so it was like yeah, like yeah. You said it hit all the fucking it, all the bases. It, yeah, they're heavy as fuck. Yeah. I have not listened to a single body count thing that I haven't been like fuck yeah, yeah. man. Like I said, if they come to San Diego, yeah, I'm fucking going. Yep. I don't know if I'll go to L.A. Nah, probably not. That seems like the kind of you know. Yeah. It seems like it could get rowdy at an L.A. Oh, for sure. Show. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I don't want to be showing up and being like... And surrounded by cops. Like, let's stomp for, out yeah. the white dudes in the audience. Yeah, because I think... I think I don't know how much uh, cops throughout the country hold grudges against these certain bands. that are, But I know LA, LAPD hates these motherfuckers still. Oh, yeah. You know, because a lot of times they're mentioned by fucking name, you know, in some of these songs. So, yeah. Yeah, well, like I said, it starts out straight up. Cop killer is dedicated to the LAPD. Right. <laughs> it right. wasn't just cops he's singing about killing. It's right. the LAPD. Exactly. And you know what? At that fucking time, I don't know how it is now. I can't imagine it's much better. But at the time, holy fuck, dude. The LAPD were probably, next to New York, the most crooked fucking police yeah. department. Yeah, dude. for They're, sure. They're crooked, they're fucking ripping people off, yep. they're beating the fuck out of people for yep. no reason, killing motherfuckers, so... Yeah, they had gang-like behavior in, yeah. like, the Rampart division and all that shit, for sure, for sure. All right, so that's the end of our list. In in uh, in my original notes, I had Suicide Solution, I had Fuck Like a Beast, I had Cop Killer, Angel of Death, <laughs> you know, um... Another couple of honorable mentions that I that I uh, had during uh, my little research were uh, "Rape Me," Nirvana. That was actually on my fucking, other songs. For, you know, for just because it was like, I mean, it's fucking weird. It's a yeah. weird thing to say in any context. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's fucking weird. You know, reaching back to uh, to uh, some things that we've talked about before. Nothing to lose and Christine sixteen. Yeah, you couldn't do those nowadays. I don't think Kiss brought back Christine sixteen for a little bit in their set. Did like, they recently? Oh wow! I'm like, this is a this is a gross song. It's pretty weird. It's pretty weird. You know, there's other songs. I mean, uh, Man in the Box and Black Hole Sun freaked me out just because of the videos. Yeah, you know, so those so those are on my thing. Um, you know. Uh, Something that would have been controversial if more people listened to it would have been like Speed Freak. Yeah. You know, because that's just like, yeah, man, I'm fucking on drugs and I fucking <laughs> like it. You know, um, Number of the Beast was very controversial at the time. Yeah. Uh, Virgin Killer, the song and the album, <laughs> you know, but because I mean, the original cover had a little girl on it, yeah. you know, with the fucking like busted glass over area. So, you know, and then anything by Mayhem or Burzum. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much anything. So I put, for my my other ones, I had to rate me on there for right. the same thing. Um, 
I put it's similar to what you said. I just put everything Gigi Allen ever did. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that fucking guy. Um, I had a Guns and Roses, one in a million, just yeah. because it was a Guns and Roses song that straight up dropped an end bomb on it. Right, and that was a lot of people were pretty worked up over that, and Slash fucking hated that shit. Yeah, you know, Axel was trying to defend it. He was talking about it's from well, it's from the perspective of a of a stupid bigot, like it's. Right. It's not supposed to be like a good thing, but a lot of people didn't quite get it. They just saw Axl Rose was a racist. Right. When your guitarist is half black and yeah. you're out there like, I want to say the N-word in yeah. this song. And isn't he like from the South or something? Yeah. Axel's from somewhere. He's from like Indiana. Yeah. He, I mean, he looks hillbilly-ish. Well, he was saying that it's, he had come, when he'd come to California, he had some bigotries and shit like that so he was talking about part of it it's about when he showed up in la how he was this dumb country boy right thing and how he had to unlearn a lot of that shit right but that was a bit of a how do you do yeah Uh, for sure god save the queen from the sex pistols that one uh, i think that shit got banned in england right uh and then uh Oh, the original version was the Anti Nowhere League that did it, but I got turned on to So What by the Metallica cover. Right. And that's just that's another song that was originally banned in England right. because of its lyrical content, then Metallica covered it. Right. They thought the song needed to get out there more. Right. <clears throat> so You know, and that's and you know what? It in a way, for as much as um we we complain about, you know, Oh, PC, and you can't say nothing, you can't do nothing, whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, it's really cool that you can't ban a song here. Yeah. You know, I mean, you could try to get it taken off of this, take it off of that, or whatever, 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 but you can't keep it from being released. Yeah. You know, and that's awesome. I mean, because that is, you know, what freedom of speech is really all about. Yeah. So, excellent. You know, I, I think, uh, yeah, for sure. All right, so our last little news tidbit as we close out. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne uh, just the other day announced his diagnosis with Parkinson's disease. Mm-hmm. Um, I think everybody thought that fool had Parkinson's for the last 20 years. Right. You know, and, that, and they thought so for a time, and then they didn't, and now they do again. I don't know. Yeah, because he was originally in the 90s when he was going to retire from touring is because he's diagnosed with Parkinson's. Right. And then they said it was a misdiagnosis, right. so he started touring again. Right. And the thing about your health is, really, you can say anything you want, because the doctor can't say, nah, he been having it. You know, yeah. doctor can't say shit, so whatever your story is, that's the yeah. official story. But, I mean, considering how long, I mean, I gotta assume that first misdiagnosis story has to be true, because other people that get Parkinson's... Would be dead already? They'd or? be dead already, okay. or very, like, look at Michael J. Fox. Right. That dude's very, like, shaky and right. everything else, so... Ozzy, he had the shakes, but he's never like that. Right. So I think everybody just figured he was burnt, but... Right. Now he's been diagnosed with Parkinson's again. Again. Um, and is I guess this one's sticking. Yeah, we'll, um, s- we'll see. I mean, you know, and then this is also uh, uh, an ongoing metal shop 
hit the light podcast saga of the tickets. Of the tickets, You know, yeah. because we've been having, since, we, I think we've had the tickets since we started doing this. <laughs> yeah, you so know? It, we have, we've had those tickets for close, about two years. Yeah. So, you know, we'll was, see. They were, they were supposed to originally be in September right. of 2018 right. was when Ozzy, is September, October 2018 when yeah. Ozzy was supposed to play here. And then it got postponed. Then it got postponed because of his uh, his hand right. infection. Yeah. Two days before he was supposed to play in San Diego. Right. And then it got fucking delayed to July mm-hmm. of 2019. Right. And, we've been and sitting... I think he played some shows in between there, right? He must have. But just not here. Just... But not here. Yeah. And then uh, they just said, we're going to make up those dates because we still got dates we have to hit. Right. And then it was like, oh, it went from uh, Stone Sour was going to be the opener right. to Megadeth was going right. to be the opener. And then Dave Mustaine got cancer. Yeah. So then it was like, well, Megadeth's not going to be the opener. And then Ozzy just indefinitely postponed right. these other dates. So it's like, oh, we're hoping for 2020. So yeah, I don't want to make it about us. Right. It's like the, we'll let you know if we ever go see this fucking Aussie concert that's right. been, I don't know who the opener will be at this right. point. It's just this, like you said, the ongoing saga of the right. tickets. If we, if, if the kids, if the concert ever does get just canceled, I'm going to go up to the window. I'm going to be like, I want my money back, but I believe I should get to keep these tickets. That's kind of <laughs> because, what I'm going to... Yeah, like a, because fuck that, you It's know? kind of like a weird little souvenir. Yeah, you know? That's I mean, kind of how I was feeling about it, too. It's like, <laughs> can I keep these Yeah. so I physically have that I was supposed to see Ozzy during right. his last tour, Right. and then that fool kept getting sick, and then now he's got Parkinson's. Um, I mean, you know, I hope... Put it this way. I hope he's cool. I I hope he ends up, you know, getting better or whatever it is. Or, you know. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, Ozzy's. Uh, he's old, dude. He's ha- I mean, he's <laughs> he's lived a charmed life. Yeah. Like, somehow, just luckily stumbling into shit and fucking, you know. And, and for him to have been around this long with all the shit that he's done and everything, you know, he's like, much like myself, he's playing with house money. Yeah. You know, so it's like, hey, you know, eventually, guess what? It doesn't land on your number, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, Father Time's undefeated. Undefeated, you know. But, I mean, I want him Getting better is not a thing that happens with Parkinson's. Right. Well, maybe it's a fake diagnosis again. Maybe. That would be fun. I'm hoping that, uh, if he's diagnosed correctly, that means he gets the correct treatment. Right. And that means he's not in... He, if he's just diagnosed now for reals, then he's... you got to assume he's still in what would be considered the early stages. Mm-hmm. So you hope for his own quality of life, he's able to get the correct treatment right. and control it right. as best as possible. You know... If, if the... T- if, all the shows get canceled, they get fucking canceled. Yeah. At this point, it's like, it's a, you know, it's uh it's bigger than that. Oh, of course, of course. But yeah, if no, he I... can get the correct treatments, and that makes it easier for him right. to fucking perform. Right. Let, you know what? Let me throw a wild card in the mix, because if I'm, 
ever diagnosed with something terminal, guess what? I ain't sober no more. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there you might see some crazy shit happen. So you, you, I mean, I could, I, I, I'd be projecting my own feelings onto him. Yeah. But I'm sure the thought has occurred to him to just go off the fucking deep end. Yeah. You know, and and go out with a blast. You know, because yeah. that's quite likely what I would do. <laughs> you know, so I mean, you know, it's gonna be a that's we'll, gonna be a fun podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see what happens with with the, but you know, like that, you know, get well or stay well or. As well as you can, Ozzy. Love you and yeah. all that. And we all love Ozzy. Yeah. All the all the jokes we make and the right. shit we talk. We're comics. That's what we do. Right. Well, you only fucking talk shit about. Well, I don't say you only talk shit about people you love because I talk right. a lot of shit about people I hate too. For sure. But it's a different kind of. Yeah, shit. it's a different kind of. <laughs> totally. You know. Yeah. All right. So that's it for another episode of the Metal Shop Podcast. Until the next one, this is me, Big Frog. Me, Mike Castleberry, and we are out.
the whites, though they know the rules, those niggas are too hardcore. 